Mina. Quick question. How many times have you heard stories from product bosses that waited until the week before Black Friday to even think about their holiday promotion plans? More times than I can even count. Okay. Well, not this year. Successful product bosses know that the key to seeing a snowball of sales throughout the holidays is preparing their promotions now. And that's exactly what we're going to do together during our five-day challenge that kicks off September 12th. But have you ever wondered if a free training is really worth it? We're not judging here, I swear. We know it's so much information out there that it's hard to know what's actually going to move the needle in your business. But here's the thing. The Rocker Holidays Promotions Challenge is 100% worth your time and energy because it actually creates results in your business. And that's not us just with like humble bragging. It's true from our previous challenge participants who have shown up gone through the actions and have seen some big payoffs, literally like Ashley of Ever After Baby. Ashley said planning ahead for the holidays for Rock Your Holiday Promotions has helped change how she plans promotions all year long. Wow. And when she first joined the Rock Your Holidays Challenge, she felt like she never knew how to go about setting up her promotions for the holiday season. So she attended the challenge, went through each day's training and implemented the action steps. Not only did she get her promotions organized by the end of the challenge, she actually tripled her sales from the previous holiday season using what she learned inside the challenge. She then went on to join Multi-Stream Machine, got her bestsellers onto Amazon and grew her revenue even more while growing her Facebook following 10 times and her email list by four times. Amazing. Okay. So you must be thinking, what does this have to do with you, friend? Well, it's just a preview of what you can do in just five days when you participate in the Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge. Okay. So we start on Monday, September 12th. It is totally free and you can sign up at rockyourholidaypromotions.com or just click the link in the show notes and we'll see you inside. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlositep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. All right. So Bosses and Blood, Mina, we were called Bosses and Breakfast when we last did this. We took a little bit of time off from the show. Let's talk about Bosses and the Blend and perhaps why the name has changed right now. Yeah. So bosses in the blend, we were trying to come up with a lot of different things. We honestly were going to keep it bosses and breakfast because we thought it's breakfast somewhere, kind of like that. It's five o'clock somewhere, you know, but we were thinking about like the words that are really core to the product boss. And one of the things that we always talk about is blending life with business because both of us have two kids apiece. Both of us are, we're, we don't live by each other. So Jacqueline now is Instead of New Jersey, she's in um, Los Angeles. So she's moved back to Los Angeles. Woo, woo, raised so. the Valley Girl roof. <laughs> yeah. And so she's, you know, we're never together. So we've always talked about the blend of making it happen because, you know, when we would, when we were, I guess, coming up in this world of podcasting and all the things, people would talk about like, how do you balance it all? How do you juggle it all? How do you do all these things? And those two things seem to have to have perfection. So for example, if you balance something, it has to feel perfect. If you're juggling something, you better be perfect or you're not juggling. It's like balls falling on the ground. And so Jacqueline and I have always called it a blend. And you'll hear that throughout all of our episodes where we're like, you know, incorporate your kids into your business and also incorporate help into your life. You know, so support is like 360 versus, you know, over here or over there sort of feeling. And so that's where we landed on bosses in the blend. So let us know like how you resonate with that. If you have heard us say in that way, and if you feel the same way, if you're blending, even if it's like plant mom life, because I just got some new plants. (laughs) They, they are struggling. Let me tell you. Oh, my, my, where is it? My plant right here is doing really well because I got it off the shelf at Target. (laughs) uh, I actually, I went 
overboard. And I, I bought maybe like 11 plants and we named like them. real in plants. Care. Yeah, real plants. And maybe I should have started with, with one or two because now I am there. I think they're dying a slow death. I can't tell. They're either thriving very slowly or dying very slowly. Well, are they turning brown? They or are. are they staying green? Okay, so they're dying slowly. They're- <laughs> But only partially brown. But the brown part means no good. The green part means good. I know that. So uh, I think there's apps out there that will help me, but obviously it was a commitment that I love and But we're going to give you business advice, so don't worry. Yeah. We, no, I'm just yeah. yeah, I have my fake plants behind me. I have one orchid. Orchids stress me out. My mom gave it to me, and I'm just like, Ooh, I never they're finicky. I yeah. Know. So I try the five ice cubes on a Sunday and cross my fingers. So someone says I'm blending right now. My kids are homesick. So we walked to the post office, drop off orders and get him fresh air. Okay. I hope he feels better. So the blend, I'm going to talk about some ideas of the blend. The blend is, you know, being on a zoom call or a live call with hundreds of people and your kid walking in and asking yeah. you a question, you know, the blend it's like is like imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> The blend is, you know, your kids falling asleep on the floor in your office or coming in, you know, sitting on your lap. That's like some of the work stuff. The blend is, is stopping your meetings at a certain time to go pick your kids up from school, get them settled, give them lunch, and then come back and do your work. Right. And on the flip side, the blend might be where you are prioritizing yourself and health, right? The blend might be for me every morning, not this morning, but every morning I drop my kids at eight. Eight to nine, I walk. Nine o'clock, I start working, right? So the blend is not the juggle because the balls are on the floor or or a ball is not currently in the hand. And, you know, the balance feels like, again, like you said, it has to be perfect because if it's not, something totally shifts and falls off. Mm-hmm. So then you're imbalanced and it feels like you're doing something wrong when you're not. You know, we, I think there it's hard seasons, you know, when you have kids and, and everything like that. Yesterday, actually, my kids started school and I took them and I picked them up. That was something that I knew was a non-negotiable to me. So when you're blending, you have to really think about like what your non-negotiables are. And so first day of school was non-negotiable to me. Now, today I actually didn't take them. Um, I haven't been going for any of my walks, whether at in the morning or at night. So I knew that, okay, I could use that time while my husband, who's now home working full-time in low labels in my other business, he can go get the kids and he can go pick up them up. And we've, you know, obviously blended that all together and I can go take my walk. Uh, I actually didn't do this morning because I was talking to the team, but the other times when uh, it will have that time frame instead of me taking the kids I know that my non-negotiable is certain days. I want to be able to pick them up like first day of school, mm-hmm. you know, and throughout the year, but not, not every day. I'm okay with missing, you know, for having it not be every day so I can take care of myself too. Yeah. Like I didn't take my kids to school today. Normally both of us take them to school every day together. And today I was like, all right, you guys are going to get ready. Mommy has to straighten her hair and do her face because we're going live at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, Sometimes with a blend is also that sometimes it looks different than you think. So I just want to read a few people's that they they wrote. So Jessica says, I work part-time in a corporate position. I work my business and homeschool, my special ed kiddo, blend and balance. Yeah. Jenna says, the blend today is missing a meeting, pivoting, changing to walking and finding a life. Amazing. Laura says, setting up, blend is setting up Labor Day sales while listening to my favorite host. And then over here on Instagram, Lily J says, I'm also a consultant for direct sales and I take my kids whenever possible to meetings and cooking classes and they love it. I want them to be able to have options later in life. Yeah. I mean, you know what you mean and I did is every Monday we have a day of meetings. Like we're in meetings with the entire team. We're in marketing meetings. Like there's nothing front facing to students or clients, but it's all internal. And we're like Mondays, we sit for so long that we decided why don't we take the first call, which is the big team meeting? Because Mina and I are there really that the team is checking in with us. Um, they're asking questions. We're, we're getting an idea of where everyone's We stands. don't have to be one sitting down and taking notes, for example. We don't have to take notes. The team's there. So we're like, we're going to walk during that call. So at least we're walking because you know when things go awry is when you feel out of balance, out of whack, balls are dropping, when it mm-hmm. doesn't feel comfortably blended. It sometimes it's going to feel icky, but when you're out of it, then you're like, I hate this. I hate that. I'm going to burn it down. I can't do anything right. You know, all the bad voices start to come in and it starts to feel overwhelming and it feels like nothing's going right. Instead of thinking, how do I blend this? And I also just want to say, 
especially for the women out there. Okay. I'm not going to speak for anyone else because I'm, I can only talk about myself. We didn't have a ton of examples growing up. If you're in our, if you're our age, at least like, let's call it like Mm -hmm. late thirties, forties and up. We didn't, we had, there were a lot of people that had their moms that worked, your mom worked. Right. And, but we saw either like, it might be like your mom was gone a lot. Right. And your grandma helped raise you. Mm -hmm. My mom picked being a stay-at-home mom and didn't work. And so it was like almost like these extremes a lot of times. And we didn't see that whole juggle of like, get your kids to school, make them lunch, try and be a class parent, but also go to work and have a side business or have a full-time business, try and pick them up at home. I mean, there's so many things that now we try and and do. So it's like, let's try and think of the idea of blending and not juggling because juggling feels also like we could drop something. Yeah. I feel like the reason why I like the blend is because it's imperfect. And I think that that's when something that we were never taught to do was to be imperfect. We were always mm-hmm. taught it's done this way. This is the right way. This is the wrong way. Um, you know, if you're working from home, you should be able to take care of your kids at the same time. That is just not true. You know, so it feels like it has to be perfect. Cause even when Jacqueline's talking about this walk and talk that we're doing, it's not perfect either. So as we're walking and talking, there's lots of background noises that might be happening. There's traffic that's happening. You know, the internet might be going or the phone reception might be going out. That's not perfect either, but we're just blending in and making it work. And I think that when we're, because we've had so many roles that we have to play as women, as parents, as, you know, anything that when you're like going for a walk and talk, you, you have to think about, you know, how can I blend this in? Otherwise, there is nobody humanly possible that can um, do all these things because, you know, my grandma did was there with us, but she had that one role, you know, of loving us, right? She didn't have to think about going to work or she didn't have to think about, you know, all these different things. My mom was a factory worker, so she would go to the factory. And to be honest, she was kind of she she really embraced not being an involved mom, you know, besides the disciplinary side, you know, so they had the one role, whereas now the roles are blended, you know, so even with the household of like my husband being husband being at home and both of us being first generation, you know, immigrant, uh, he's a first generation, actually, he's an immigrant and I'm first born American. I was born here, um, but even blending that so to show our kids. So I think that you're absolutely right that it's hard to figure it out on our own, but I like the best thing about the blend is that it isn't perfect, that we're teaching them imperfection and moving forward, you know, mm-hmm. like that yeah. is better than perfect and you can do it, you know. I want to shout out Cozy Orchid. It says, that's why I'm so proud of my mom. She had a six-figure business and raised two kids on her own. I mean, that your mom that's is amazing. An, an amazing human. And I think we don't realize that until we're, you know, parents of our we own. We have our own kids. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I think speaking about, let's talk about, you know, the husbands, the gents in the room, the the spouses, the partners, the mm-hmm. other things too, is, is it's a hundred percent true. So we have a blend of our spouses, our husbands, we're both married to men, um, that they are taking on roles that my, <laughs> my sister's husband just flew by himself with their two-year-old to Florida. And I was like, you're going to get so many like, oh my gosh, you're traveling by yourself. Like, oh, how can I help you? Let me give you an Do extra baby- drink. On those the kids, dad, babysitting. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit of that. Like, oh yeah, I like my... <laughs> My best friend's husband once was like, so you want me to babysit the kid? She's like, you're their dad. It's not <laughs> I want you to parent situation. I want you to just be the human in the house. So, but what the blend part also goes to, you and I have the ability to be this way because we also have our spouses, our husbands that are willing to blend what was yeah. typical or what they well. I can't even imagine how hard that could, that cheers, would be. Let's just cheers our single parents yeah. out there. I mean, so my mother-in-law was a single parent. So my husband was raised by a single mom, four kids, immigrant, didn't speak English. She made it happen. And he has a pharmacy or a doctorate of pharmacy now. So that's amazing. Um, He is not using it right now because he's working for our current. (laughs) He's currently in the basement packing labels. (laughs) Yes. So, but cheers to her because, I mean, I think that, and I'm just thinking like how many obstacles that single women have. I, I I don't know if I could do it. Like, I mean, I obviously I know I could do it if I had to, but that probably is by far the most obstacles in my opinion, as well as like, if it's someone who's in a like marginalized community. Yeah. 
got some single mamas over here on Facebook and you are all incredible. And, and also those that were raised by single moms. So, you know, I think, and also single dads, right? Like I want to include everybody. I'm trying to feel very inclusive here, blending it all. But, but I do want to say that we are lucky that we have husbands that are also willing to walk or take the kids to school. Like my husband makes all the lunches in the morning, gets them breakfast, actually makes me coffee. And he's like, you would never eat if I didn't cook for you. And I'm lucky, right? I'm lucky that he's willing to blend maybe gender roles, stereotypical roles, and also the fact that you and I are right now the major breadwinners in our families. And then our husbands are willing to do it with us, right? And support us. So I think we all have different situations in our lives. Um, but what we want to do is we want to take that imperfection out for everybody and the go perfection. Into and it, perfection. It, it, <laughs> some I was reading someone's comment over on Instagram. We want to take the perfection out of it and just realize we're all doing our best, even if you're slowly killing your plants. Um, by the way, Mina. <laughs> or they're slowly thriving. I really feel like they're gonna like just boop, you know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, my uh, mint leaves in front of my sink slowly thrived. And now they're just shriveled up brown things. Oh, really? No, Those someone... are the hardest things to kill. That and lemongrass, I feel like. so. <laughs> I have lemongrass outside I killed too. Someone on here said that she owns two uh, nurseries and has um, fake plants at home. So she's like hashtag blending. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do and have then some there fake was... ones too. There was another um, post that I wanted to just shout out, which as as we were talking about it, I, I have a smoothie every morning, right? And so they said like the blend is just like creating a smoothie, you know, like every day you can add a different, there's a different ingredient added. And when that different ingredient is added, it looks different. So I think that's the thing to think about. Um, the blend of it all, some days are going to be messy, like you're, the lid might not be on and 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 it just might spout out everywhere. Other days you might be like, I made the most perfect smoothie today, you know? And so I just, and I'm going to try to recreate it. (laughs) It's hard, right? So, but you might try and do it. So yeah. So we really just want you all to, to realize that we're all kind of in this together. We're all blending our lives, our businesses. If we have full-time jobs, whatever our responsibilities are, and it can be imperfect Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And so, so we are going to try and remove the language of juggling or balancing in a lot of ways, um, because it feels, that feels like it's something you can fail at blending. It's just a different flavor of smoothie, right? Yeah. Add a new ingredient. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Also, I wanted to address something. I'm small cup designs. I think it's Marcy. She said, I love your generation. My husband likes me working, but, but does everything. Um, I think she's saying like, that must like in a way, like our generation has it. I don't know. I'm not sure what she's saying here. I think I that uh-huh. I've heard it. Like, um, we are, our friend Natalie had said it. Like, I think Natalie is about 46 now. Mm-hmm. So there's like the later forties, early fifties, like that, it, like a, it generationally kind of changed for us where mm-hmm. men or spouses were more like even with us versus kind of the way maybe we kind were of, but I do have to say, that's why I wanted to say something to her about it is that my husband is a first Asian male, culturally very traditional. You know, the man doesn't do this sort of thing. So on top of like the American culture, as well as the Asian culture, it is, we're really going against the norm. And I do want to say that the reason why we're able to do it is one, I don't control how he does things. So I do feel like when you start to incorporate the blend, you can't have that person act perfectly either. So he, for example, if I can't be like, oh, you fed the kids pizza or, oh, you had to order this in, you know, like he does things his way too, because he probably needs the support in it as well. So if I'm working, I can't be like, here's what I want you to do. And here's all the blah, 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 blah. Cause the blend is different in personal life. While I may be able to have my team members be like, okay, here's how I want this broken down. You know, not that necessarily that I want them to be perfect, but my husband doesn't work for me, you know? So him doing it in, so like <laughs> don't let him out of the house until his chores are done. I think it's really hard to feel like you're on the same team. Cause yeah. you know, like as a husband, if you're on the same sort of team, you know, teamwork makes the dream work sort of vibe in this house, then he, he does what he does, you know? And I can't be like, oh, well the kids really should have had pizza or shouldn't have had pizza or the kids really needed 
this or that or whatever, he has to figure it out on his own too of how he's getting it done. And the end result is the same. So I think that, you know, loosening the control on both ends is what makes the blend work, you know? So, and it's not perfect. It's not perfect on either one. That's the whole point is that it's blended together and it is imperfect, but that's how you get through like hard seasons. And that's how you get through enjoying easy seasons too, is that you don't hold them to the expectation of perfection. You know, that's like the quickest way to taking out any joy of your life, you know, is like the expectation of it should have been this way is usually what will be the thief of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally. So I hope this resonates with all of you as we kind of explained the blend to all of you um, and and sort of how we came up with that. So we'll keep chatting about it. We'll keep talking about topics with it. Do you like this? Do you like this idea of the blend and bosses? um, Just want to hear your feedback on it. So Mina, we're, mm-hmm. we are, uh, in it. We have some amazing, incredible holiday getting ready things that happen in right now with our community. Right now we have over 5,000 people signed up for the product boss's guide to getting holiday ready and recession proving your business to thrive. So today we really just wanted to talk about the blend get a good understanding of the blend, tell you about all the amazing things that are happening in the workshops. I do want to say that because I've been getting this question a lot, is it too early to start planning for the holidays? And the answer is no. So if you've gone shopping, you may have already seen that there's Halloween in all the stores, which is just like, oh my goodness, we haven't even gotten to Labor Day yet. So who knows what month it actually is? We'll never know. So it's never too early and know that the big guys started planning already. Obviously they have Halloween in the stores already. It's not too late for you. We really, really, really though want you to be prepared early so you can be prepared on what am I selling? How am I going to market it? Like, where am I going to sell it? How do I connect deeply with my customers? So What we do in August right now in these workshops is really kind of getting you through some of the key time focus and time scaling and focus. Some of the key obstacles that Mina and I have seen, because we've worked with over 50,000 students at this point that we've seen, okay, these are some really big roadblocks or hurdles that people need to figure out and get past to then get to the other side and be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know how many cliches I can use, but I'm going to use a lot of them. And then you all automatically get a red velvet rope. I'm lifting up the rope. I'm your bouncer at the bar and I'm letting you right in the door um, Mm -hmm. to the, uh, the Rocker Holiday Promotions Challenge, which is going to be right after Labor Day and like mid-September. And we're going to talk about what your offers are. What am I going to sell this holiday season? When am I going to sell it? Where am I going to sell it? How do I make the sales during the holiday season and beyond this, right? How do I really grow this business that I dream of and imagine um, that can make more money than I you know, thought I could do on my own? And then we're going to build out your holiday promotion. So that's all inside of Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge. So when you join in right now and you go to the productboss.com slash holiday, you will get access to all of these things. And you're going to be with us till through September. We're going to be supporting you as you get ready. Yeah. Happy holidays. Okay, don't think Jacqueline, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We wanna get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you wanna get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. You know, all of us, now that we're through 2020, it was a really hard year for for all of us, but for our community, actually, our community actually really thrived and bonded with each other. So from that, I really think that one thing that I've learned from having gone through all of that with all of you is that it's not too early to be proactive because the difference of 
the people that felt the feeling of feeling like you're thriving versus the feeling of just surviving was the people that were, that took action proactively and did it in an imperfect way. So, you know, somebody has said, or Melissa says, I feel that really feeling really good that I've started definitely not Um, had not at this point last year, right? So feeling like you're being proactive versus reactive, feeling like, ooh, I feel relieved so I can take that relief and kind of parlay that into the things I'm going to sell, you know, which I'll learn during the challenge for what I'm going to sell during the holiday season, what promotions I'm going to have, all of that and feeling proactive and having that set up can make such a difference from feeling like you're thriving or just simply surviving or flailing, you know, and um, we saw that be, be put to the test in 2020. And now we're going to go through another holiday season again from last year, you know, 2021 to this year. And I think that it's just been really exciting to see that our community has only grown. And a lot of it has to do with the encouragement during that time too. So we'll see that all come into play. And I'm excited to see how everybody lifts each other up because that is kind of like the secret sauce on top of all of it too. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, here's another question for you all. Is anyone here worried about the talk of recession, what inflation is doing? Like, I'm curious, like if, if, if that's top of mind, because we definitely brought this into the workshop series as, um, recession proofing your business. Now people are still spending. We see people are spending in our mastermind and in the product biz accelerator, which is our group coaching program. People have said how they've seen August already is doing so much better than they thought and that it was going in uh, June and July, right? So people are saying absolutely worried about the inflation. So here's one of our tips, and this is why we want you to come join us in this, is it's going to take more. It's I know it's exhausting. Being a business owner, for sure, at least in the last few years, has been exhausting. Amina and I have both had our businesses for like 15 years. So we've been, or more, I don't know, we're really getting older now. But <laughs> we've, mm-hmm. we've been business owners and entrepreneurs for a while. And we actually both had our businesses in the 2008 recession. What I've seen, because remember, I've started over a thousand fashion brands, fashion and accessory brands. And so when I did this back in 2008, because I was helping people start up businesses, my business actually boomed versus declined. Why? Because one, small businesses had the ability to be agile. They had the ability to be innovative and think about ways to grow. And they did that faster than the big guys. So if we just think about what happened during the, um, during the pandemic, Remember when like stores completely shut down, the big stores could not figure out Target and those places, they couldn't figure out yet how to get people their, their goods. So they kind of had to shut things down. Right. And the, the smaller businesses were the ones that are like, I'm going to do curbside pickup. We can do porch drop-off. They had the ability to be really agile and pivot quicker. The same thing is going to happen during recessions. You're going to see bigger businesses that have tons and tons of um, employees, have to lay people off. They're going to start pulling back, cutting back all the things. You, the small business, have this ability to slip in. You have the ability to grow your business where others can't. You will also see certain stores potentially go out of business. I saw this a lot in LA during 2008. Like stores that were always there were too stretched. It wasn't that people weren't buying. It was how they were running their business and they were too stretched and they couldn't keep up. What I then saw was small businesses, newer businesses were able to get amazing retail spaces that they would have never had the opportunity to get into because rents were a bit lower, the big guys were out, and they were able to slip in. And that allowed for these small businesses to grow. Uber started then. Airbnb started in the last recession. Some incredible, amazing businesses that are mind-blowing now started back then. So I want you all to know that as long as you are agile, you're pivoting, you're looking for ways to connect deeply with your customers, ways to diversify what you're doing. We could talk about that, that it's going to be okay. People still have money to spend. They just, we want them to spend it with you. Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're going to really help with over the next few weeks. And even this season versus 2020, for example, because, you know, that was uncertain times as well. And this is, we're going into uncertain times for a lot of us, right? So for example, when the reason why people are buying right now, when you think about it, is because the, the they're not spending the money on expensive things. Right now, cars are really expensive. Right now, um, house repair as well as um, big houses, like housing is really expensive. So they have the money, but they're spending it on smaller things, meaning that the holiday season with gift giving and everything like that, they will still spend. Now, 
Um, for all of you, you know, when Jacqueline's talking about continuing to pivot, you have to be open to the change. That's the thing. That's the difference between people that are proactive, that are pivoting, open to change versus people that are like, I'm just going to wait to see what happens. And then I'll decide what I'm going to do. And the thing with getting through exhausting times is that it's not about brute force, right? It's about finesse and nuances. So when you're pivoting, it's little right here, little right here, little finesse, nuance. It's not, I'm just going to brute force. I'm going to have this sale. I'm going to have this discount sale. I'm going to, you know, do this and that. And I think that that is a really major thing to to keep in mind. I gave gave this analogy to our masterminders when we were an in-person event. And I was like, the the beautiful thing about working in a, alongside people is that when your backpack gets really heavy, let's say you have a backpack and there's a brick and another brick, like you need to figure out this, you have the business, you have the kids, you're blending it all, blending it all on your backpack. But if you have somebody alongside you that has similar bricks, they can be like, let me take that brick out of your backpack for you. Let me take that brick. So then you don't have to be like, I'm just going to brute force my way uphill this you know, uphill with this heavy backpack of bricks, I can, you know, have this person next to me that's like, oh, you know what I tried? I actually, you know, wrapped a rope around this brick or whatever it is. You know, you you start to see things that you you have just been doing things a certain way and you know that you have to go into this time of change and it feels like an uphill battle, but you having people alongside you, believe me, it's a game changer, you know? So the, a lot of the times when people are going out of business, you know, even the recession in 2008, it was people that were trying to function in a silo, you know, and they didn't have the community rally around them. They didn't have the person saying, I know it's hard. I feel that it's hard too. What can we do that feels really easy? That's just a simple tweak, but not a big overhaul, you know? And so you'll start to see that even in us helping you make plans for the holidays, we implement all this blend into all of our workshops, into all of our um challenges and and even when we in any of our interactions because it's so it's one of our core values is really done is better than perfect we're blending it together we're making it work we're doing it together and um and so i'm real that's what i'm really excited about is like as we get through these uncertain times i know even you'll see it in the workshops last week's workshop remember Jacqueline we were like okay this is for the recession that we're going to talk about like what they might be worried about but we worded it in a way where you know because we have those same worries that all of you do we are worried about inflation too we're worried about uncertain times but the thing is is that there's only so many things you can control you have to be open to the change and you can only control so many things so in last week's challenge you'll see that we talked about grounding yourself in the things that you can control. I can control my breath. I can control my time and energy. I can control the things that, um, how I respond to people, how I plan, but I can't control customers getting mad because they've had a bad day. I can't control, um, you know, my kid missing the bus and I have to, you know, figure it out. There's so many things that I think that all of you could like one little gem from the workshops will change your life in a lot of ways because you don't have to be perfect and we're not perfect. We're just doing the best that we can. So I think that's one of the things that I want everybody to take away from the this bosses and blend conversation is that be proactive with us. It's not in a, you must do it this way. You must plan ahead, you know, and this has to be done in July or this has to be done in August. It's not anything like that. It's Let's get on the same team and do it together and figure out how we can make it work and be open to the changes that are going to happen. But yeah. there's only so much in our control. Yeah, and here's here's a couple of tips. And we talk about this on the podcast as well. But one, I don't want any of you to race to the bottom of pricing. So, yeah. so you might see Walmart. Um, I saw an ad for Walmart and they were like, like the lowest prices they were you I could tell their messaging had shifted for recession mm. conversation and they were like come for the lowest prices best quality or something because like they're that. Walmart correct <laughs> so I'm gonna I know this is gonna like break some people's hearts out there but 
Walmart is not your competition. Just, just going to let, let everybody out there that makes a product. Some parts, I feel like, yeah, cause they, like cause they were like, no, cause they were like, <laughs> I mean, Walmart's my competition. No, Walmart will never be your competition. Never was, never, never will, will be. be because they are a different type of business. They are low prices. They do access. Like they're they, a big box store. Lisa said, hallelujah. So if any of you are trying to compete with Walmart prices, stop it right now. Stop it. They're not your competition. They never will be, never have been, never nothing, nothing. Okay. Never even should if be. You're, even if you're in a small town and Walmart is the place, they're still not your competition. There are still small businesses out there. There are still small boutiques. Um, so it is, Laura says this race to the bottom is killing me. Do, if you are in multi-stream machine with us, we will never, when we teach you about pricing in there, it is not about how do you get the lowest amount of like, how do you, how do you discount so badly that you're just busy and not profitable is like (laughs) opposite of what we're teaching you. We're teaching Um, you with Etsy. So Laura, you know, that's kind of, so a lot of times people come to us from Etsy with that mindset of more is more, more listings, more products, you know, create more, 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 more. And let's see who can be the cheapest for more. No, thank you. I do not want to be part of that competition, you know? So we teach in a different way where we really have you think about your profit, your bestsellers, your um, secret sauce, like your unique on your unique spin on things and how you're going to really thrive. And that's why there's probably Etsy people that don't, um, there, there's probably Etsy people that we're not the right fit for, but it also is that we might be the right fit for a lot of people that are looking for not doing that. They don't want to be part of that competition either. They don't want to race to the bottom. They don't want to do more, 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 more just to be able to make some sort of sales. So I think that, um, yeah, it's, um, Etsy is Etsy is well, a hard here's the thing. mindset to combat sometimes. Etsy is a marketplace of makers. Mm-hmm. And Etsy was a lot of coaches for Etsy were also makers, right? So, um, and so a lot of times people are like looking at Etsy, you know, that joke, your mom, like your mom's a blah, blah, blah. Well, you could literally say it to me because your <laughs> mom, my mom is an Etsy maker, you know? <laughs> Oh, yo mama jokes. Is that what yeah. you mean? Yo mama's an Etsy maker. It's true. She is. I'm like, your mom jokes. I don't know. I, to, I don't know. I'm not cool, Mina. So, um, like, uh, so you're losing me here. Okay. Sandra says, so is mine. Yeah. Oh my God. We should all wear shirts. It's like, yo mama's an Etsy maker. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So side note, um, when, when we coach our students, when we have people in, our, in the accelerator or our mastermind and they're like, you know, but so these people on Etsy, all have these things priced at this and you're competing on Etsy. There's no one to tell you that their pricing is correct. You don't know what yeah. their margins are. Oh yeah. That's, that is when people are like, oh, I want, uh, I don't know what my pricing is should be. So I'm just going to go look on Etsy and make it a little bit cheaper. That's like going no, to a it. kindergarten class and asking <laughs> them to invent your, like your, no, I don't know. That like is not something. how you do pricing at all. You know, while yeah. you do have to think about your competition on different marketplaces, they, they probably haven't had the proper training. You don't know what their resources are exactly like what Laura said, put your blinders on, figure it out what it is for your business, because that would just you know, longevity wise and sustaining your business, a lot of the Etsy owners, um, they, it won't be sustainable for them. That's going to be the hard thing of when you're, when you're thinking about, I can do more at lower prices. Imagine how busy you could be so busy. You're so overwhelmed and you burn yourself out. That is not the life we want you to live. And that's what we're talking (laughs) about tomorrow, I think in the workshop, but why I say that is Mm -hmm. because is just what we want you to do is we want you. And that's why like we created multi-stream machine. The doors are opening in September, but um, that's why we created multi-stream machine, right? It's many paths for different types of businesses. But one of the core things we teach in one of the very, very, very first videos is pricing and pricing to the point that you're in the right margins. And so some of you think you may not know people, like maybe you're local, they're never going to pay it. But tomorrow and in the course, we teach um, in multi-stream machine, we teach like 
How do you get a better cost for goods? Like, how do you scale to get a lower price per unit? What I know this all sounds like, you know, big business language, but we really look at it from a real perspective. We have seen people make more sales by raising their prices to the right margins because then they were attracting the right customers that were willing to open up their wallets and pay. So going back to um, the pandemic conversation, just to kind of wrap this this part of it, is that here's the things that are going to help you during this this recession um, or um, not pandemic, going back to the recession or a down economy or whatever is to come. We're already in it. That's one thing I just want to tell all of you. It's not, we're not waiting for it to happen. They just can't, they don't, uh, they don't make the actual announcement, but usually when a recession is announced, you've already been in it for two quarters. Okay. So people have been dealing with their own wallets, their own money. People have money saved. They're spending it. But what Mina was talking about, okay, first and foremost is don't go through this alone. Go through this in community with community. If you end up joining multi-stream machine, you're going to have support from a, a do like a course and program that supports you as well as that community. If you're in any of our other programs, you don't have to do this alone. If you're not, and you're just inside of our free Facebook groups or you show up here, you're not alone. You're getting advice. Okay. So don't go through it alone. The second thing is, is that, um, we want you guys to be profitable and priced correctly. Why? Because if you do have to offer sales or discounts to move some product to um, have cash injections, then you have room to offer discounts versus somebody over here in the chat said, I've had to lower my prices where I'm making no money. Well, now you're just, you have a hobby. You're basically paying people to take your product, right? So we never want you to be in that spot. And Jen, I think that was you. So if you need help, like let's, let's chat. Um, but that is something that if you're priced correctly, you can ride ride out harder times because there's a buffer there. There's margin. There's money you've saved. There's money you could put away. You could reinvest. There's the money there. The, the other part is diversification. Diversification means, doesn't mean diversification of your product. It doesn't mean that Mina now should start making baby bottles to go with her baby bottle labels, right? It just means that when you know what your best seller is, which we help you in, which we're going to help you in, we've helped in these workshops, um, in the third workshop, we're going to talk about it again in the in Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge, or if you've been with us for any amount of time. But it's diversifying where you sell your best sellers and diversifying where you market your best sellers. So what that means is that um, a lot of people were feeling like fair.com was down, like they weren't making a lot of sales wholesale in that way. So if that's the case and all your eggs are in the fair basket or the Etsy basket, and it starts to feel like it's not working, your sales start to decline. But if you've diversified and you're on other sales channels or other sales platforms, you can see if you can start to get that engine going. You could start to kind of rev up that sales snowball, um, as well as marketing. People are on Instagram like, it's just not working anymore. But then I think I saw Laura say, okay, I'm going to start pushing people joining my email list. Great. You start to get people on your email list and then you get to market and sell to them in their email, right? So I want you to think about these three things as you're going through this time with us is diversification of taking your best seller. And it's also multiple streams of revenue, multiple sales platforms. It's what we teach in multi-stream machine is getting your best sellers in front of more eyes on different sales channels, right? That way there's different opportunities for you to be making sales and to come in. All right. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are talking about diversification. So don't get confused by how they teach it. The way that we teach it is how you should do it as a small product business. Okay. So it's taking your bestseller to multiple um, platforms as well as multiple uh, marketing channels. It's not, and you'll see this, a lot of companies fail because of this. Like when we're, they're going into uncertain times, it's not trying to diversify with more products instead of, so you'll see companies fail because they think that I'm going to expand out with a really big collection, like how the big businesses do it. But if you're a small business, you don't have the time or the money to waste in being like, I'm going to diversify at the beginning versus later on. So what you're diversifying is you're taking the bestseller and you're diversifying how you sell it and how you market it. It's not, oh, I heard Mina and Jacqueline say diversification and this person said diversification. And I see the big guys diversify the very beginning because they have lots of different products and lots of different places. It's not the same thing. We really, really specialize in helping small businesses that are products, physical product businesses. So make sure you don't get confused by, you know, 
how you're diversifying um, because long-term it does make a difference um, of you getting through it and feeling the relief of it and make sure you go to the workshop so you can get that dialed in with us um, because it's different than um, trying to do all the things everywhere. Yeah. So Carissa says, I'm very excited to join Multishoe Machine. If you head to multistreammachine.com, Carissa, you can get on the wait list um, and we are opening the doors in mid-September for that as well. And we're actually going to have three pricing options. Um, and one of them is going to be um, priced so that those of you who really know that this is the the change in your business that you need, this is that thing that's going to get you over it. It's really going to be something that makes it a great investment that you can pay over time to then also be able to implement and make your money back pretty quickly. So do that. Okay. So I'm seeing a lot of people have signed up for the VIP option. So here's my three different things I'm going to tell you. One, if you're not already in the holiday workshops, um, go ahead and sign up. It's totally free. And you also get passed to rocker holiday promotions challenge. So that's the productboss.com slash holiday, the productboss.com slash holiday. If, and then when you sign up, you will have the option to join VIP grab that option. That is where we're answering questions. Plus you get the support of content and templates and our holiday success blueprint, and you get lifetime access to all the replays. Okay. So that's that. Now, if you signed up, but you didn't sign up for the VIP option and you're listening, you're like, I want to ask questions. I want to come to the zoom call tomorrow after I want access to all these templates to shortcut my time. Um, then you can go to the productboss.com slash VIP. That's the productboss.com slash VIP and upgrade your free ticket to the VIP experience. All right. So those are your options on the two ways um, in which we're supporting you right now. We can't, we're, I'm seeing tons of people sign up for the VIP right now. So I'm so excited to get your questions answered and I'm going live on Instagram with Ruth Nathans right now to talk about the workshops and challenge. So we're going to hop off. Nina has a coaching mm-hmm. call, which I want to tell a really quick story about, um, Nicole, two of, minutes, uh, Ruth Nathans. So f- this is when we are wearing uh, all masks, right? So For example, uh, oh, not for example. I don't know why I said for example. Okay, so I was flying back from a team meeting from Washington, D.C. Nicole is actually a flight attendant. And I went to first class and sat down and she was like, hey, could you put your, could you put your um, bag up there? And I said, oh yeah, I'm going to. It's just, um, I'm going to wait till there's a break in the, uh, the people coming in. So I don't block them off. So I was just waiting, you know? So here's the crazy part. She recognized my voice, came over and asked me if my name was Mina from the product boss. And on then an we took a picture. Yeah. On an airplane from Washington to Iowa. And she told me this story about how she had gotten coffee from, uh, one of our, um, free coffee uh, things that the free coffee days. Yeah. So it was really, really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the, she recognized my voice, which there, there ain't no cackle like this one. There's, and the cool thing about that was, (laughs) it was after the pandemic. So we hadn't left our houses yet. So we had no idea people knew who we were. And then also I had a mask on. And then the other part was just to add this, and we got to jump is that before Mina left the hotel, she was wearing like slides with socks. And she's like, do you think I could just wear these? Her foot was hurting. She's like, you think I could just go to the airport in socks with slides? And we're like, yeah, it's fine. No one's going to recognize like you're good. Not recognize you. Like you're not going to see anyone. You're getting on an airplane. And then she changed her shoes at the airport, which was good because she actually did get recognized. (laughs) I don't know if she even noticed my shoes, but I was just like, and then Jacqueline, when I box or Jacqueline and tell her, she's like, this is Mina's worst nightmare, which it wasn't. It was such a lovely thing. And it was like, it'll stay with me forever. So shout yeah. out to um, Nicole and Ruth Nathan. So you hop over there. Thank you everybody so much Thank for um, being on with us. And we will see you next week for Bosses in the Blend. We'll see you tomorrow for the workshops, productboss.com slash holiday. See you friends. Hey, Mina, quick question. How many times have you heard stories from product bosses that waited until the week before Black Friday to even think about their holiday promotion plans? More times than I can even count. Okay, well, not this year. Successful product bosses know that the key to seeing a snowball of sales throughout the holidays is preparing their promotions now. And that's exactly what we're going to do together during our five-day challenge that kicks off September 12th. But have you ever wondered if a free training is really worth it? We're not judging here, I swear. We know it's so much information out there that it's hard to know what's actually going to move the needle in your business. 
But here's the thing. The Rocker Holidays Promotions Challenge is 100% worth your time and energy because it actually creates results in your business. And that's not us just with like humble bragging. It's true from our previous challenge participants who have shown up gone through the actions and have seen some big payoffs, literally like Ashley of Ever After Baby. Ashley said planning ahead for the holidays for Rock Your Holiday Promotions has helped change how she plans promotions all year long. Wow. And when she first joined the Rock Your Holidays Challenge, she felt like she never knew how to go about setting up her promotions for the holiday season. So she attended the challenge, went through each day's training and implemented the action steps. Not only did she get her promotions organized by the end of the challenge, she actually tripled her sales from the previous holiday season using what she learned inside the challenge. She then went on to join Multistream Machine, got her bestsellers onto Amazon and grew her revenue even more while growing her Facebook following 10 times and her email list by four times. Amazing. Okay, so you must be thinking, what does this have to do with you, friend? Well, it's just a preview of what you can do in just five days when you participate in the Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge. Okay, so we start on Monday, September 12th. It is totally free and you can sign up at rockyourholidaypromotions.com or just click the link in the show notes and we'll see you inside. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.